This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al and Jerry. Right, here we go on the Tuesday podcast. What's up? I came to your defense there, dude. Good job, Jerry. I did not like that today. I thought they were getting on you unnecessarily, and I thought that was crap. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, to uh, bring everyone up to speed with that. Craig was upset about, uh, you know, there's different rules now. Like, I was, you and I were talking during the break a couple times throughout the show. You know, we're in a weird era for radio and uh, new technology and new uh, news and entertainment sourcing and podcasting and all that stuff. And media places like CBS Radio, no one wants to break any rules. So the discussion that was going on is that Craig was wondering uh, where the video and audio was of the Garden of Dreams children coming in and singing to that Mark Robert's OAR song. Right. Which they did a great job at, and Craig wanted to know, hey, why didn't we post that? Right. Well, we've been told that you cannot post uh, any podcasts whatsoever that have any copyrighted music in it. And Craig had heard otherwise. Craig heard, well, if it was a performance, you're allowed to post it for uh, 24 hours. But I said... Their performance was over a copyrighted song. So there was some confusion of that. And I know why it's annoying to Craig. And then he's also got annoyed uh, because this happens throughout the year. But but before you go on that, one question on the music thing. Because I tried getting this in, but God forbid I get two seconds out of my mouth. Yes. If you get the singer from the band in in a situation like that to sign a release. Right. Then in this one instance, we as a group... You have our permission to do whatever you want. But the want. problem is, Mark Roberge, who wrote that song for OAR, right. he doesn't own that. The publishing company has a cut in that. The record company has a cut in that. So you got to get everyone's so the permission. Answer, so no. So the answer, so the answer is, no. is no. Okay. Unfortunately, it. it gets very complicated. All right, go ahead, because this one, to me, I'm very interested in what you're going to hit next. So then uh, Craig was also talking about, and it's, it happens throughout the year where Boomer sits here on the WFAN and CBS Sports Network on television, and he'll rail against something like, let's use Colin Kaepernick as an example. When that first broke about him not standing for the national anthem, and Boomer was on here for four hours very much against Colin Kaepernick. He goes on Toucher and Rich as a guest, and his comments on Toucher and Rich go nationwide. Right. He said those same comments for four hours every day on Boomer and Carton does not get a news story. Sure. 
But when he goes on as a guest on Touch and Rich, it does become a news story. And Craig was thinking that was something in, in our lack of getting the news out that Boomer said those things on our radio station. To which I thought you came up with a great point as to why you think his comments on a place like Toucher and Rich or another show make news while those same comments here on Boomer and Carton do not make news. And it made a lot of sense to me, Jerry, which I had not thought about. So if you can indulge me again in the podcasting audience. Well, I just think, and this goes to the standpoint of me as an anchor as well on all the right. show. You're and an anchor. Being here all day. You know, the Boomer for us is an everyday talk show host. A lot of what Boomer is supposed to do is inject opinion into everything he talks about. So in theory, anything he says could be newsbreaking, I guess. But if Boomer says something about Tony Romo, why is that not newsbreaking? Other people talk about Tony Romo and what's going on in Dallas. He's talked about it many times. Why don't we run his clips? You know, the fact is when he goes and does other radio spots or TV spots, he's not really Boomer Esiason from the Boomer and Carton show. I mean, he is. They, they'll mention it. But he's going on as Boomer Esiason, the former NFL MVP, railing against a current player. He does that every day. So unless he says something and says something to you, me, Eddie, or Bob, or someone in digital – Hey, guys, I think what I just said was kind of really good. We should get that out there. Why would we? But when, And I talked to Bobby, who is a guy who posts digital content for us. Right. And like Bobby says, Bobby says, no, we do post that every day. The thing is, though, we're posting multiple Boomer things every day. Correct. So when you're posting five to ten different things every day... And you see them every day. It becomes noise. It becomes noise. Which is, And that was my point about Barkley today. With Craig. Barkley is noise at this point. He says the same thing on all these different platforms. The reason why his quotes with Rich Eisen from yesterday made news today and why I elected to play them, although only once, I think, uh, is because it's coming off of two things. What happened with the Cavaliers two days ago on Saturday and yesterday the commissioner issuing a, a memo to all NBA teams about not resting players. And then he goes on the Rich Eisen show. When he was on with Boomer and Craig a few weeks ago, I played a couple of his clips, but it was kind of like just noise in a forest. All right, Charles Barkley's yelling about something. There was no substance or item or topic that was red hot at the time in and around his comments, whereas today there were. But we played them. It just it wasn't as newsworthy back then as it was today. Right. And the other thing I was talking to Bobby about as far as digital content goes and getting the word out about the show on Twitter and that sort of thing you know, FAN will post all of these clips from the show, but FAN is posting so many clips a day. Not only that, but the engagement rate on Twitter, if you ever look at your Twitter analytics, you know, if you post, uh, if you have, let's say FAN has 100,000 followers. Mm -hmm. I don't think they do, but let's use that. If you have 100,000 followers and you post a tweet, the amount of people that see that is probably going to be about 15,000 people. Per 100,000. Sure, sure. That's who's going to see it. Then to get somebody to click a link in Twitter, the engagement rate is less than 1%. So your chances of that math, getting out, right. yeah, do the math on it. Then nothing against Brad Callett, who writes stuff for the website, but the boomer quotes are getting just as much um, feature on the Twitter as a Brad Callett column. So it is digital noise. 
as you say. That's it. We are so inundated with things all day long. It is a very interesting time to be working in media, I think. And it's interesting from a standpoint, like my girlfriend is a um, uh, college professor of communications. And it is interesting to see uh, how that whole thing has changed since I was in college studying communications. And just in that time that I've been working in radio, how that's all changing as we go along. And we're all kind of learning myself with Twitter. How do I promote the podcast? Right. You know, because we put out a link to this podcast every day. And we've seen it, no it, uh, progression. Right. To, it, I don't get any more or any, any less podcast downloads, whether I put that link out on a daily basis right. or I don't. It's very interesting to try to figure out how it all works. And yeah. I don't know if there's any answers yet. I don't either. I don't, because it, we're, it, we're, there's still, while it's been around now a while, it's still it's in its infancy. Yes, Jerry. It really is. Infancy stage. Do you ever, I actually thought of this um, on Sunday, because I was driven crazy by something, but that's for another time. All right. Do you ever think of just turning your phone off on Friday and turning it back on Sunday night to set your alarm and see how much you missed? text messages. I wouldn't say emails because emails you'll right. check on your computer or your laptop or something. I think you still need to be connected. But do you think you could go two solid days with no text messaging, phone calls? I think I, I think uh, I could go two solid days without the internet. And I, no Twitter, I, nothing, no, no yeah. Facebook, nothing like that. Yeah, but I think I would want my phone for text messages. That's how my family and I communicate at this point, my okay. friends. But as far as not following stories and things... Just the old-fashioned way, a yeah. newspaper or the TV and, you know, however else we used to do it. Because I, I had, the other day, I was like, I read an article on how addicted we are to the phones, and you sit there and think about it, it is, it's scary. Yeah, I will tell you on days, there are a lot of days when I leave here and I'll go home, I'll get lunch, I'll be in front of the computer, Twitter, I'll go to the gym, then come back, check it out, and only when you have things that have to get done, for me, mm -hmm. at home, when I like things are piling up that I have to get done, and I do them and I get all this stuff done on like a random Tuesday, and I'm like, wow, I got a lot of stuff done. That's because I wasn't wasting uh -huh. time sitting on Twitter. Uh -huh. Or Facebook. Or, or Facebook whatever. or whatever, right, it whatever be. it is. Or even just the emails. Yeah. Why can't I check my emails at 11 a.m. before I leave here? Then maybe again at tonight before I go to bed. Or or how about at four o'clock? Right. Take ten minutes at four o'clock. But instead I'll take each one individually as it comes in. Oh, I heard it. Whoa, whoa. What's oh, coming what in? is this? I know. Oh, the Knicks have a press conference next Wednesday to talk about the ninety four well, team. I still don't Great. care. Right. <laughs> but yet I've I've given my attention to that. You know, it's almost funny. It's almost like the notification buzzer needs to be turned off. Maybe that's what I need yes. to do. Just turn off all the notifications and check it when I want. Maybe there's maybe that's it right there. I see, but I don't know. We'll say it just it drove me crazy the other day, but so be it. Hmm. Interesting. Any fun stories or? Well, I'm glad you asked, Jerry. I take you to a story in Australia, where a teenager was trying to impress his new gal pal, so he thought he would jump into a crocodile-infested river. Well, hold on. To show off. Did he know? He knew. Oh my God. He wanted to show off and wrestle an alligator, and then it uh, bit his arm down to the bone. Yeah, because that's yeah. what they do. Uh, the teenager said, uh, you've seen Jaws, right? There was a lot of blood, a lot of bone, 
It was just pretty horrendous. I don't know where to go with that other than, yes, that's what's going to happen. Well, he described his girlfriend as being beautiful, caring, and kind. I didn't know there was a crock there, he said. Yeah, exactly. I jumped in for Sophie. What do you mean jumped in for Sophie? Sophie, he was trying to impress Sophie. By just jumping into a into a Into river? the river, yeah. So he didn't know there were crocodiles. But it was crocodile-infested, Jerry. He well, had now, to know. We know that now. Wouldn't you assume in Australia every body of water has got a crocodile in it? Uh, do you assume that in Florida? I did, yeah. yeah so do I, actually. That's even a good point. Pe- even yeah. people swimming pools. I sometimes wonder in the pool if there's a crocodile. Yeah. <laughs> unless it's, unless it's you know, netted in or enclosed. Yeah. So don't, don't wrestle alligators. Yeah. That's Especially this summer, Jerry. Words to live by if you want to still live. It is spring. And spring is when people start planning trips. I'm not going to go anywhere where crocodiles are swimming in the water. What's the difference between a crocodile and an alligator? Uh, one starts with a C, the other with an A. Is one like a saltwater, freshwater situation? Mm, yeah. Yep. Where one is indigenous to like an Australia versus United States? You got it, man. They are. I'm nailing these uh, alligator-crocodile comparisons. Let's go with that. Mm. Well, I don't know about the difference of any of that stuff, Al, but I will tell you there's a huge difference in terms of what you listen to, when you listen to it, and how you listen to it. And I'm ter- talking in terms of sound quality. And I know you love the Sonos speakers as much as I do. And last week, I was ripping it up with the NCAA tournament. I was able to get the tuning app on my Sonos app, and I was controlling the speakers with my phone. I had it going upstairs in the bedroom. I had one of the speakers downstairs in the office. I was kind of up and down with the laundry, not missing a play. Spectacular stuff. Yeah, I love my Sonos, Jerry. It's my most used app on my telephone. I get home, I put on Howard Stern. That comes through Sirius XM through the Sonos app. I then put on a little music through uh, my Spotify account, which comes easily through the Sonos app. Then in the afternoon, Jerry, I get a little financial advice from my friend Dave Ramsey. Oh, you have become a Dave Ramsey shill. He is, he is good. I like him, too. And his show comes to me through my Sonos app as well. And I have a speaker in my living room, and I have a speaker in my office. And sometimes you have the same thing on yep, both speakers. Exactly. Other times you can put one thing on in the living room, one thing on in the um, office. That's the way it works, Jerry. Sonos is my friend. I live alone. <laughs> so we have heard. So when I have my Sonos on, I feel like things are happening around me, Jerry. Well, one simple app brings together all of your favorites. Al's talking about music. I'm talking about sports. He's also mentioning Dave Ramsey. Talk it plays radio. It all. You know who would be, you know, be, do real well with this? Eddie Scazzeri. He could listen to his audiobooks on it. Oh, yes. You can get uh, your audiobooks on there. Absolutely. Listen, you can enjoy all the sounds you love anywhere in your home. For more information, visit Sonos.com. That's right, Jerry. Uh, there's an engineer in India... Now, what does that mean, an engineer? He, he's a train conductor? No, not a train conductor. He builds buildings? Yeah, like buildings and things like that, buildings? Yep, all those things. Okay. Uh, he's uh, been having a very hard time getting a job. And he's very qualified, Jerry. Graduated with a nice degree in engineering. Has a little experience in engineering. But he can't seem to get a job. And he feels like his name is holding him back. He's 25 years old. Oh, boy. His name is Saddam Hussein. <laughs> so That's unfortunate. Now, Hussein is spelled differently, but no one would know that, Jerry. So he's he's really doesn't know what to do. Well, we have that 
here in the United States with poor Jerry Sandusky, who I don't know if he still does, but was doing Ravens games. Yes, Ravens play-by-play man, Jerry Sandusky. All that was going down, you felt bad for him because he was getting phone calls and attacks because people were confusing him with the Jerry Sandusky at Penn State. Right, now let's say he wanted to leave the Ravens and go somewhere else. Let's say he was going to go to the Giants. Can the Giants put out a press release? Uh, We're very excited to announce we've hired Jerry Sandusky. (laughs) See, that's what this guy's it does up against. Seem, listen, yes, you can do it, but yeah, it doesn't look, it doesn't sound great. Saddam Hussein, that's a terrible name. He does want to change his name to what? Well, uh, he wants to be Mahmoud Ahmadinejad. He wants to be, <laughs> he wants to be Sajid. Okay, mm-hmm. well, that kind of works. I wouldn't change his name to Donald Trump. That wouldn't help. Yeah, he wants to change his first name from Saddam to Sajid. Sajid Hussein. Not okay. terrible. No, it's fine. It's, it's a much better name. Different, and it has no. I mean, Saddam Hussein's dead. Yes. So you know, there was a uh, Seinfeld episode where Elaine was dating a man named Joel Rifkin, who New Yorkers will remember in the '80s was like a very bad. Uh, uh, I, I I think he was a serial killer. I'm trying to think. Is that? I think I do remember that. And he went to a Giants game with Elaine, and uh, Kramer needed tickets, so they had to announce his name. They said, will yeah. a Joel Rifkin come to the counter? I do remember And everyone was now. looking. But what's very interesting about that episode, Jerry, a little trivia, uh, this episode aired be- prior to 1994. Okay. So, which is important for the story. So Elaine was sitting down with her boyfriend, Joel Rifkin, trying to come up with different names that he could change his name to. And they had to try to agree on a name. Do you know that Elaine offered up the name OJ? This In was, 1994? No, prior to 94. I'm saying. So when it runs back on reruns. Wow. She's suggesting because Joel Rifkin oh, was man. a murderer, why not change your name to OJ. Little did she know he would soon... Do they still run that episode? They do. They do still run it. Wow. Look for that. Very interesting. Mm, Very very interesting, interesting, Jerry. All right. And here's another engineer story. This is a different kind of engineer. An engineer has created a sex robot, but this is what I don't understand, Jerry. The sex robot needs to be romanced first before the sex robot agrees to have sex with you. Okay. The uh, robot is programmed to want romance first before getting comfortable enough to have sexual relations with you. They're selling the robots. Uh, The robot's name is Samantha uh, for around uh, $5,300. The doll expresses both affection and fear of rejection before getting aroused enough to ask... Uh, for you to play a song on Pandora to get it romantically in the mood. We've really crossed over sex beyond robot. stupid. The sex robot? All of this. I mean, it's one thing. The the guy who invented these robot dolls, whatever mm-hmm. the hell they're called. This one's called Samantha. All right. I mean, as bad as it is, I could see if you're a single guy, 50 years old, and things aren't working out well for you. Fair enough. But now you want interaction with this dumb thing? Right now, even this robot could reject you, I mean, you like a be human. Me. No, 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 that's the, not right. The problem, Jerry, is they're giving these robots artificial intelligence instead of just having like the real doll just is there. It just lays there. It just is there, whatever position you put it in. Oh God! This Samantha robot wants romance. It wants you to kiss her gently first. Normally, she likes to be kissed and responds to that. And she also likes um, 
her breasts and uh, G spot touched. <laughs> also likes hand holding. Oh boy, Samantha the robot. Sex. You think robot. we'll ever get to the point where these robots are walking around and going yes. out with you? And I do. You do. You think we're we'll very see close? It in our life? Yes. Really? I think we're ten years away from you being out to dinner with your wife. And you no seeing chance. a guy no way. with a robot on a no date? No way! Mm. Uh, you'd got to be some sort of special loser. What if to the, take out a robot? Well, what if the robot looked really Stop real? Stop it, Al! Stop. How it. about this? Stop it! Hold on. Dimly lit restaurant. You're not sure if that's a robot or a person, Jerry. You don't know. I don't think we'll see this in our lifetime. You don't? I don't. No, I don't. You want to tell me two hundred years from now that the whole relationship between man and woman has eroded so much? or that divorce has become such a high statistic, mm-hmm. even more than it is now, that we kind of move towards really phony relationships just to satisfy your own sexual desires and needs. Okay. And maybe you're having children that you raise by yourself because you don't want the relationship other than your artificial relationship. Fair enough. That's got to be 100 years, at least 100 years down the road. I'm saying in 10 years... You will be able to take out your robot girlfriend, get in a robot Uber. And how much is that going to cost? Now we're talking about a robot that can walk right. and talk and bleep. But here's the thing. Does the robot need a meal at a restaurant or you could just order for Who yourself? Who said anything about getting the meal? I'm talking about the damn thing walking down the block with you. No, what I'm saying. you. I said you would be seeing a robot at, out, to out to dinner. But the robot's not going to want to no, eat anything. No, the robot's a robot. It's not going to eat. But you right. would still, for companionship, go out with this dumb thing. And it would talk to you. Which means it can walk and talk and then afterwards bleep you. Okay, great. Right. Are you really going to... I mean, you're going to spend $100,000 on a robot? Well, this one's only 5300 It's almost... It's just, but it doesn't does, walk. No, 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 no. It doesn't walk. Right. That's That's merely a few steps away. Yeah, for another $90,000. Well... Oh, this is, we've done some dumb stories. These get dumber and dumber. Hmm. And I finally, gotta, Jerry. Yeah. Oh, you have to go now? I really do, yeah. Uh, today's the day on Netflix where the uh, two Dave Chappelle specials come out. Got it. Uh, he was interviewed on by Gail King on I CBS. Yep. And he, he's not happy with Key and Peel, feeling that they owe him some... I don't know what that means. Some credit. They do a television show, okay. Key and Peel. Never heard of them. He feels that they are kind of ripping off Chappelle's show and that he should be thanked at the end of all their episodes. Got it. Okay. So there you go, Jerry. Interesting. All right. All right. I got to go. Warm up coming up now. I No, I got to go. See you? It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's just like Boomer and Carton without Boomer or Carton. Good luck with that. Well, good Tuesday morning to you, Al. How are you? Oh, hi, Jerry. Boy, we couldn't be more different as we were just discussing off the air, the World Baseball Classic. Um, two different lives we're leading, for sure. Uh, and the Jets did make the move that yesterday we discussed that they weren't making, and now they are making. Uh, Josh McCown has been brought in. Why? You're thrilled with that move by the Jets? A, I'm not a Jet fan, so I really don't care one way or another. I don't understand it on any level. Well, listen, Jerry, I think his record speaks for himself. He's a 1-10 as a starter with the well, Cleveland the Browns. Browns. It wasn't all his fault. The Browns were awful. So let's not blame him. But you are right. His record is not great as a starter, and he's been on 17 different teams in the last 22 years. And now he's coming to the East Coast Browns, the New York Jets. Now let me ask you this question. When Mike McCagnan is in the room with Josh McCown and his agent, 
whoever who else knows who's there, and they're going over the terms of the contract. We're going to give you $6 million guaranteed. Is there a laugh or a chuckle or a grin or a smile when they throw the bonus out? We'll give you $1.5 million if you make the Super Bowl. Yes. And another one point five if you win the damn thing. Well, you get $2 million just for making the playoffs. So if Josh McCown leads the Jets to the Super Bowl that will be played in Minnesota, he will earn an additional $5 million. Why wouldn't they give that guy just everything they have if he wins the Super Bowl? <laughs> right. We're going to give you everything. Ownership. Right. You will own the Jets. Woody Johnson signing over the Jets to you. If you win the Super Bowl, yeah, why even do that? I agree, and that's why I say and I'm half joking when I say it. But like when you put that in the contract and you're going over the terms, are you laughing about it? Or make it twenty million dollars? I yeah, we're what, gonna give you twenty million dollars. What do you think the odds are? And I don't know the answer to this. I gotta think Vegas. It's, it's gotta be a couple hundred to one, right? Yes, maybe more than that. More than that for the Jets to win the Super Bowl with yes. this roster and the quarterback situation they have, right? And playing the Patriots twice a year. How about being this? in that division? Instead of putting that in the contract, we do this instead. Rather than offer you that, we'll give you $1,000. Go bet on yourself in Vegas. Right. There you go. You can win more. Now, we hear from um, Brandon Marshall that he's a, a big uh, locker room guy, Jerry. Well, it's yes. It's funny you say that. Oh, because Geno Smith actually made reference to uh, Brandon Marshall yesterday on the Giants website. He's a leader by example. Um, he did a great job of that in our locker room last year. <laughs> that Brandon Marshall is? Yes. I thought Brandon he was Marshall. fighting with uh, Sheldon Richardson <laughs> exactly. every week. Uh, maybe Brandon doesn't or maybe Geno doesn't like Sheldon Richardson. So Geno gets $2 million to back up Eli. That's right. Josh McCown gets $6 million to start for the Jets. Uh, yeah, I'm assuming he'll start, yes. You, would you think better so. hope so. Well, what if Bryce Petty goes oh. out and knocks your socks off in the preseason and Josh McCown plays average? Yeah, and what if Josh McCown wins the Super Bowl? That's like saying, you know, neither one of these things are happening. Josh McCown will play every game next year for the Jets. Oh, and by the way, he gets $125,000 every game he plays 50% of the snaps. Oh, nice. I mean, you got to be kidding. Eric Decker's still there, right? Eric Decker is still there. And yes. Anunua he has? Anunua. Those are two good receivers. They have some pieces. Who's on their offensive line? They'll win four games. Wow. That's awesome. Four and twelve. Well, like, how do you get to 16? Four and 12? Four and 12. They're not good, Jerry. I know they're not. Their whole thing is just... I'm excited, though, for Josh McCown. There's a lot of songs that rhyme with McCown. We got Town. Town, Clown. Frown. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know where you're going already. You don't know me. You no, don't know, Jerry. No, I think I do. You don't I think know I nothing. Do. Based off what you just said, no, you don't. I think I've got it already. I could have done anything. Mm. Uh, this World Baseball Classic. Your, has been your, great. Actually. Your house is clearly watching it because <laughs> I just said to it. you, where are these games played? Yes. And you told me here in the United States, which I've never heard of. They're playing at Dodger well, Stadium. No, no. They played, first of all, they played in Miami. Oh, Miami. Then they played uh, in San Diego, and now they're at Dodger Stadium. Now, the other bracket was in Japan. But, yeah, I mean, they've, these games, and the ones in Miami, the attendance through the roof. And uh, Didi Gregorius got injured. Yes. Yankees are starting shortstop. Correct. Which is uh, everyone's worst nightmare, which is why you don't want your team's players playing uh-huh. in these See, this, this useless makes me, games. This makes me laugh. Why couldn't he have gotten hurt in a spring training game? But he didn't. But we could have. He wouldn't have been could going he have? full speed. Could he? What are you talking about? Yeah, he could have. Of course. Did you see the play that Yoenis Cespedes made two days ago? 
going full speed. Did you see what Juan Lagares did yesterday going full speed with the Willie Mays catch? So the notion that these guys shouldn't play in the World Baseball Classic because they might get hurt might be the most asinine thing I've heard by a lot of people, by the way, not not just you. Thank you. Because you're playing, you got Matt Harvey thrown into the fifth inning now, Jacob DeGrom throwing into the fifth inning now, getting through five innings. Now they're starting to ramp up towards opening day, which is still about a week and a half, two weeks away. You can get hurt doing anything. So Didi Gregorius plays for the Netherlands. Yes. Legitimately, I have I no believe, idea. I, bel- I don't either. I don't what know. that even is? Is that a group of countries? Is that yeah. a country? Is was... that a group of islands? Mm-hmm. Yep. The Netherlands. That's right. It's the region. I wouldn't even know where to begin on the map. I'd look kind of near Ireland and Italy. That whole area is yep. where I'd begin because mm-hmm. I know it's not in certain parts of the world. Right. But is he really from the Netherlands? I think he is. Like I he least... came here from the Netherlands. I think I actually do believe he is from. Whatever he's playing for, he's from there. Because I feel like what happens is players do that ancestry DNA test, right. and whatever they come back as majority of, they go. I'm going to go play on. I'm nine nineteen percent South African. I'm going to go play on that team. Oh, okay. Right? Didn't Mike Piazza play for Team Eddie? Italy, Italy though, right? Yeah. He played for Italy. Yeah. Now I don't know. He there probably was, never even was visited he in there. Italy as a baby. I no. don't know if he was or he wasn't. I would think Mike Piazza's from here. Right. But I, I, you're right. I happen to agree with you. That is true. So like, they probably I, had to tell Didi Gregorius but, what the Netherlands is. But Gregorius does have an accent, I believe. I don't he think, does. I don't think he was born here. I think he is legitimately from wherever that is. The Netherlands? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Two idiots. I picture it like just like a group of islands off the coast of like Ireland and Great Britain somewhere over there. Just like a grouping. And on the map, it says Netherlands across the ocean. Or whatever body of waters over there. It's a country in Europe, near Germany and Belgium. Ah, I was I'll close. Just keep talking near Germany and Belgium. Do they play in the Netherlands this World Baseball Classic? I just told you they play in Miami, oh, San Miami. Diego, and Los Angeles. So it's really the United States Classic. We just no, invite other teams. Games. They had games in Japan. Oh, Japan. And there were games in Mexico, I believe. Yeah, Mexico City had games. So it's been all over the place. These this region. Now you're into the semifinals, which last night. Uh, you had Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico hasn't lost. They have been sensational. Uh, they beat the Netherlands last night. Tonight you've got the U.S. and Japan at Dodger Stadium. Why aren't they playing games at Yankee Stadium? City Field, what it's are we doing? 15 degrees out, you don't. Oh, here in where we live. <laughs> yes, you know so that. They're playing right now in warmer weather cities, <laughs> yes, you're saying. Just like Miami is beautiful, San Diego is beautiful, yes. and Los Angeles, though it did rain a little bit yesterday. Los Angeles is nice, and Mexico is warm. As you know, I heard a story yesterday that in San Diego they're going to start drinking uh, sewer water, that they're uh, filtering it. For I, more, listen to the podcast. <laughs> so that they're filtering sewer no, water no, 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 in no, San no, Diego. No, stop and you're telling me they're people. playing games down stop there. Stop misleading people. That was an idea going no, forward. No, no, that's a thing. Oh, that was a thing. Then I don't listen to you very, very that much. Soon in San Diego, the majority of the water consumed there will be soon toilet water. Soon. Soon. Right, not yet. They're working on Soon. it. Soon. They're running it through some filters. Right. Well, get your Find your Brita fil- filter and you'll be fine. Uh, and then lastly, before we take a break, a couple of other things to get to. Did you see this soccer star? I don't know if his name is Muhammad Anis or Anas or Anais. Um, he's this international soccer guy. They won something. I don't know. No, he won an, uh, an interesting award oh, for great. the game. He won the Man of the Match Award. Great. That must be their like version their MVP, of the MVP. Right. Right, whatever. He won so man he of the this, match. He wins this award. Whatever. The team wins something. I don't know. He's a South African Premier League player. And then afterwards, the 
host is doing the interview with him. I don't think this is what it's made out to be, but we'll play it anyway as he thanks two very special people in his life. And I appreciate my fans also, my wife and my girlfriend. I mean, my wife. Yeah, sorry to say. I'm so so sorry, my wife. (laughs) Lizzo, I love you so much. (laughs) Yeah, that's not going to do it, by the way. If that is true, and he actually did thank his wife and his girlfriend, I love you so much is not quite going to do it at the end. Well, it made it sound like he likes her more than the girlfriend. Oh, that's much better. Do you think he's got an arrangement? Because that could be. We've talked about players that have that, Andre Kurlenko. But if he had that arrangement, he wouldn't have been so caught off guard having thanked both of them in the same sentence. Yeah. And I appreciate my fans also. My wife and my girlfriend. Oh. Yeah, I mean, my wife. Yeah, sorry to say. Yeah, <laughs> you are sorry to say if that's true. Unless uh, there's a language barrier and he was... Girlfriend uh, means wife? Yeah, or something like that. That's what I'm saying. I think there's more to it than he actually has someone on the side and he just... Whoops. But the video also shows his face looking surprised at what he just said. Yeah, I suppose. Like he caught himself. So that's gone, as they say, viral. Viral, Jerry. That means it's going around the internet. You know, I know what it means. Oh, all right. Yeah, Social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, Boomer and Carton coming up a couple minutes here on The Fan. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's the shortest show on WFAN. All right, now, we only have about a minute left. Left or so. So just to quickly to recap, Josh McCown, one year deal with the uh, with the Jets. The Knicks did lose to the Clippers, shocking, one fourteen to one hundred five. And then you had uh, Charles Barkley. I know we talk about him a lot, but Adam Silver sent a memo out to all the NBA teams, really uh, expressing his unhappiness with what's going on with the teams resting their superstars and stuff like that. We'll get to the Barkley audio uh, in the show, but he was with Rich Eisen, and he just blasted today's players from every angle. Money, comfort, rest, what we did, what they should be doing. And I thought he had a really interesting take. Again, he speaks a lot, but I thought he was pretty good on this one. The Adam Silver memo, he, he thinks it's, he's saying it's okay to rest the players, and all, but you have to just give enough notice. Well, Is that what he yeah, was saying? He wants, he wants fans and the networks to know well in advance. And I actually think it makes a lot of sense because now all of a sudden it gives the NBA and their partners time to switch the game. And it also gives fans a chance to maybe not go on the secondary market and spend a fortune to see a team that you thought you were going to see that you don't see. So if you give them a couple of weeks, at least you have an idea of what's going on. NCAA okay. tournament Hello. coverage continues. 